Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this podcast, I'm going to continue my series on commercial pool service. I'm going to go over how you can bid successfully for commercial pool account to where you're not losing money and it's actually going to be something that you're going to want to do every week and how underbidding can actually hurt you in your business model. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals trusted partners since 1963 providing quality products and services to make pool care easy and solutions and expertise to do it right. And before you consider doing commercial service accounts, you want to make sure you're set up properly. Number one, you need to be CPO certified or at least certified by the county that you're doing the commercial account in. You also want to make sure you have enough general liability insurance. Most commercial pools will require a $2 million per occurrence policy and a $4 million total policy. So make sure you have those in line. And then third, you have to have the business confidence or the experience to actually handle a commercial service account because there's a lot of things that um, are beyond a residential account. For instance, the health department will inspect it and verify the chemistry is correct and safe. And you have to deal with the management company and things of that nature. So make sure you're set up for that before you even consider bidding on a commercial service account. So one of the things that's really confusing and I get asked this a lot in my group from the guys and gals that are in my coaching program is how do you bid on a commercial account? How do you know how much to charge? How do you know how much to charge so you don't lose any money? And so forth. And I'll go over what I think should be a good rule of thumb when you go to bid a commercial service account. And if you follow this, these guidelines, you may not land every single account because you'll get those that will underbid you, of course, like in any other industry. But let them have it at that point because if they underbid you, they're actually losing money in their business. And I'll go over some reasons why also. And also every region is a little bit different in their billing and then how much they charge for their pools. For instance, here in California, our average is 100 to 120 per month for monthly service for average size pool. And then you go over to Texas and their rates are anywhere from 150 to 250 per month. And then you go down to some parts of Florida where you can get pool service for $70, $85 a month. So everything's a little bit different. And so for this podcast, I'm going to stick with my region, which is Los Angeles, California. And I'm going to use the numbers in my area. And you can extrapolate that from the formula. And you can actually find out how much you should be charging for commercial pool in your particular area. So I'm going to keep things very simple for you because the formula that I use is actually very simple. And it's a very logical formula. And you'll find out why. When I mentioned earlier that people that underbid, they're actually going to lose money. So I'll start with a very easy example. Let's say you get a call from an apartment complex. All they have is a 20,000 gallon pool and you're going to give them a bid for that. How would you bid that pool? They want you to come three times a week, by the way, also because it's a pretty heavily used pool and they want you there Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Not a problem. You're going to have to figure out how to build them for something like that. 
There's no spa with this particular um, scenario. I'll go over adding spas and water features a little bit later, but let's just say it's a straight 20,000 gallon pool. And so basically, if you're servicing your area and for a 20,000 gallon residential pool, you would charge 120 a month. And this will be your basis to charge for the commercial account at that size. Now, if the pool was 40,000 gallons, you would actually double the rate because now you're dealing with twice the body of water. And if it was 60,000 gallons, you would triple that rate. But let's, for sake of simplicity, say it's 20,000 gallons. And for you in your area, for a 20,000 gallon pool, you charge 120 a month. So you simply divide that by four to get your weekly rate. I know that it should be 4.3 because there's sometimes there's five Fridays or five Thursday, but for simplicity, just divide it by four. And so your average weekly rate for a 20,000 gallon pool is $30 a week. And if you're following me here, if you're doing this 20,000 commercial pool three times a week, you would be charging them $30 per visit, which is $90 a week. And if you take that $90 a week and times it by four, again, I'm keeping the math simple, and you should also keep it simple. Times it by four, not 4.3 for the extra days, but by four, you're gonna be at $360 a month, but that's not gonna be the price you're gonna quote them for that. So there's a few things you need to add on here. Number one, there's gonna be a headache fee a charge for the fact you have to log all your readings. You have to do more chemistry readings than you normally would do in a residential pool. You have to deal with the health department. You have to deal with the tenants of the complex and with the management company. And so there's a headache fee to add on to the commercial service account. So it's not a straight $30 like a residential pool a week. There's a little bit of a factor. They have to factor in there to make it worth your while. And so depending on what you think is going to be as far as extra work to you, you would add that headache factor, maybe $50 to $80. And so this will bring this bid up to about, I'll say, $420 for the headache factor. So $420, and that's, again, not your final bid because you want to emphasize that all the chemicals you're going to add to the pool are going to be charged to the management company at the retail price. So you're not going to actually include any chlorine or acid which you would probably do with a residential account, nor are you going to include any tablets that the pool is going to use. And so all of that is going to be charged separately and itemized every month for them. So if you use 20 gallons of liquid chlorine, you're going to charge them for 20 gallons. If you use a case of acid, you're going to charge them for a case of acid. And then that's still not your final bid because if they have a DE filter, you're going to charge them every time you take that apart and clean it. And so to add that also onto your bid, if they have a sand filter, you can use your discretion, but I usually don't charge them to backwash the sand filter, which you're going to probably be doing every week there at that account. So right now I'm at 420 with the headache factor, and then you want to add in the factor of the extra days of the service of that pool. And so again, some weeks have five Fridays or five Wednesdays. You can either do this or you can use those days as days you're going to take off for vacation and so forth. So there's two ways of doing those extra days. You can add it on to the monthly rate, or you can just leave that off and tell the management company that you do take, you know, three weeks off a year or three or four weeks off a year, depending, and explain to them that there's extra services that you're not charging them for with your bid. So you can leave it at 420 or you can add the extra $30 for those days that have five Fridays and five Thursdays again, and that would bring it to 450 So you can bid in two different ways. So I would say 
In my case, since I take days off, it would be 420 plus all the chemicals I'm going to add to the pool for three times a week service for a 20,000 gallon pool without a spa. And don't be surprised if you're going to get someone that's going to bid 300 or 350, including chemicals, or maybe 300 plus chemicals, and they're going to underbid you by a pretty large amount of money. And then in that case, let them have that commercial account because the math that I'm using is math that's going to keep you in business. Basically, if you are doing the commercial pool for less money, you're actually using up the time you would be able to do three residential pools during that time. And so if the commercial pool wants to pay you to do their pool three times a week, that's perfectly fine. But if not, you can fill that gap with three pretty easy residential 20,000 gallon pools for 120 a month and not lose any money in that respect because you're going to get paid for those three pools that you would have missed. You have time to do three more pools if that makes any sense. So you don't want to undercut or give a deal to the commercial service account because then you're actually losing money because again it's a lot more headache to do it more things to deal with where you can fill that time with three regular pools and still make pretty much the same amount of money that you would make at the commercial account now if there is a separate spa there on a separate system you're going to use a very similar formula um, if you had a customer with a pool and then they had a fiberglass above ground spa you te technically wouldn't do that above ground spa for free, so you'd be charging them for that because it takes you time. And in the same respect, with a pool with a spa also that's detached, you have to log all the results also with the health department. There's very few pool and spa combos at a commercial account that aren't detached because they have to have their own separate heaters for the pool and spa. You may find some weird pool that was converted to a commercial pool that way, but generally speaking, 90%, 99% of the pools are going to have a separate spa with their own filter and pump and the pool separate. And so you have to log all those results for the health department and balance that spa also and clean the spa. So it's going to take you time there. And so you're going to have to add that on to your factor as far as your rate. So let's take that pool you bid on and you bid 420 on it. And then you have a similar pool like that, but they have a 8-foot or 10-foot separate spa that goes along with the pool. And since you're there doing the pool, you're not going to actually charge them a huge premium for doing the spa, but you are going to definitely charge them for doing the spa. So you may want to add $10 or $15 per visit to take care of the spa also. So if you add $10 per visit, that adds another $120 per month. And so that bid for a 20,000 gallon pool with a detached spa went from $420 to $540 a month, plus all the cams for the spa are also charged separately at retail price. That way you're not losing any money by doing the commercial service account. Otherwise you lose money. And let's say there's a kiddie pool there, then of course you would add that on to your rate. What would you charge for a small pool on your route? Add that, subtract a little bit because you're going to be there anyway at the service account three times a week. And that's how you kind of do the math on the commercial bid. Um, when you keep adding stuff to it, you keep adding stuff that you normally would charge on your route to that so they're not losing any money. So let's say that same pool is now not just a 20,000 gallon pool, let's say it's a 60 or 80,000 gallon pool. How would you bid on a pool that size? You would just multiply basically your average rate for a 30 or 20,000 gallon pool and then multiply that by the size of the pool. So for example, if it's 60,000 gallons and a 20,000 gallon pool on your route is $30 a month average, you would say that a 60,000 gallon pool would be three times that which would be $90 per visit and then you use that multiple factor 
for an 80,000 gallon pool. The larger the pool, the much more difficult it is for you to clean it and keep it um, looking good, especially in a big complex. So you definitely want to get paid for that. The time it will take you to do a 60 gallon pool would be about the time it would take you to do three 20,000 gallon pools. So figure 45 minutes to an hour at that commercial account every visit to clean and maintain a 60,000 gallon pool or 80,000 gallon pool in that respect also. The bigger the body of water, the longer it's going to take, the more balancing it's going to take, and so the more money you should be making for that pool. So now if you're doing that 60,000 gallon pool, you'd use that formula. So it would be $90 per visit times 3 times 4, and that would be 1080 Definitely add the headache factor. I would say bid at least 1200 1300 a month just for the pool plus chemicals if it is if it is a 60,000 gallon commercial size pool in a apartment complex or the YMCA something of that nature that's what you should be charging otherwise again you're losing money because the time that you're doing that 60,000 gallon pool you could be doing three residential pools and making that $90 every week or every day and times that by three you would be able to do nine pools a week for the same amount of time you're spending at the commercial account and if you charge less than that you're actually losing money again if a competitor were to bid nine hundred dollars or eight fifty for that same pool plus chemicals or including chemicals or however they have it set up in their business model they're actually losing money because they're spending time there that they could be spending at a residential account and definitely you're losing money at that point and so you want to make sure you bid the commercial account to account for the time you're going to spend or lose on your route at your residential accounts. Plus, you want to charge for the chemicals separately because they're going to use a lot more chemicals than your typical residential account. And you would lose a lot of money if you included the chemicals. And then you're going to charge for any added attached, detached spa, sorry, or any kind of kid pools or any kind of water features in front of the complex. All of this takes you time. And time is money, and you want to definitely charge for that. And again, I'll say this again, a lot of times you're going to get underbid. And you're going to lose that commercial account. Not a problem, but if they're willing to pay you to do the do it right and, and pay you the right amount, definitely take on that account. Otherwise, pass on that if you're going to have to cut your rate or bargain for it. It's just not worth your time and effort at that point. So I hope you found that helpful, and if you're looking for the other parts of the commercial service account series you can go to my website swimmingpearlearning.com click on the podcast show icon and then you can see the previous episodes that i recorded on this series and if you do pool service for a living and you want to just enhance your business or you're just starting out definitely check out my coaching program at poolguidecoaching.com a lot of great benefits there including the ability to call me and text me in real time again you can learn more at poolguidecoaching.com thanks for listening to this podcast have a great your week and god bless the Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.